Hello, this is Zaya Brookside and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio and this is the new, new show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. In the Diamond Studio with me, as always, is my co-host. Michael Vergara. How are you today, man? I'm trying to figure out what's new in the news, man. It's a beautiful Friday morning in San Francisco. Birds oh, yes. are chirping. I swear, like, apparently, like, I don't, I don't want to turn this into a, another weather discussion, but, like, I recently saw this, like, forecast weather map, and then, like, everybody's in, like, the 80s and 90s, and then you just see San Francisco, and it's at 69, and I'm like, yeah. That's how I like it. That's how I like and it. And I don't, I'm not trying to be all weird, because I just saw that. I'm not trying to be all weird. I'm like, yeah, 69. I mean, that's what I was going for. Oh, I just, I, that's like a perfect climate right there. Yeah. Like, apparently, like, the people who were um, traveling from L.A., excuse me, traveling from L.A. to San Francisco for the... New Japan New, show? Yeah. For the Cowbell shows, like, man, so I want to live here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, even when I went down to, I mean, I went down to, when I went to L.A. or Long Beach the first time for the first yeah. G1 show, I was burning up, man. I would, I would imagine so. Like, I could, I could barely even function, like... I can barely even function in eighty degree weather. I can't imagine what ninety degree weather is like. Well, I mean, we I did, mean, I like hot weather. We did one ten last year, right in San Francisco. Yeah. I kind of want that back. Uh, get out of here! You're done. You're fired. You leave now. Bye. I don't know. It was, I, you know, I, okay. So I'll say about this. It was a novel. It was a very novel thing to feel in San Francisco. It was like we normally don't get this. Let's. I want to see how I feel about this. And yeah. Like it sucked because it wasn't the fires going on at the same time. Right. right. And it was, was cloudy. The, the Sonoma fires. So yeah. it didn't even look nice. It just looked like overcast. But the hot. Like you felt like some supervillain from uh, Captain Planet was uh, mm. taking over your city. Exactly. It was exactly like that. Yeah. But uh but yeah, the people were traveling from Los Angeles hating the San Francisco weather because they were covering the New Japan show and I think we should just start off with they were, far, they were far away from home. Yes, very far away from but home. But guys, if you want to find us at our home, you could find us at soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio city wrestling radio. Also across other fine podcast delivery options including Google, iTunes, Stitcher, and Cast I almost said Stitch Stitchbox. I almost said it. It's going to be a thing. Just watch. We, we need to trademark it right now before they do. Nah, and they can we, have then it. And then we sell them the name. Okay. That's how you make the money, man. Also, guys, if you want to follow us on social media, we are at CWR415, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Check us out. Like, share, subscribe. Let your friends know. Go to the top of the mountains. Let them know. Scream City Wrestling Radio. You think? And then we'll say thank you. You think that's an actual legitimate like business venture of trying to think up names and then selling those names to people who want those names wasn't like didn't, like was it you or someone else? I mean, it's GoDaddy, right? Like, it, yeah. isn't that like pretty much GoDaddy.com's mantra? Like, okay, we'll sell. Oh, wait, no, I think I think they sell the fact that you the you ability can, of host. owning the names, yeah, yeah. Uh, hosting, yeah, yeah. But you think you think it's possible to just think up of just a bunch of names and just selling it? Well, it's like somebody who owned like Football.com or something or Movies.com. I mean, you think so, that like, happened like during the at the forefront of the internet, like back in like ninety, yeah, in, like nineteen eighty nine. Event, well, eventually, uh, Yahoo wanted to buy it or something, and then they gave them like millions of dollars for movies. dot com. Holy shit, dude! Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. We gotta get it on this stitch. Wrestling dot com. Wrestling dot yeah. No, just dot wrestling dot com. Okay, yeah. Wait, you, type in wrestling dot com in a browser or. All right. Let's see what comes up. Yeah. I'm going to do it off my phone. Wrestling.com. Let's see what happens. Oh. WWE. Ooh. 
Premium domain may be listed for sale. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think we should Meltzer if you want to buy it from us. If anything, hey, we should we should definitely we should definitely buy that. I wonder how much wrestling.com costs. Investments, man. We need to make these investments. So if you put wrestling.com in the like in a domain, it just leads to our SoundCloud page. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Or yeah. just like or our official unho like a hosted City yeah. Wrestling. <laughs> we need we need to make a uh, web. We page, should just man. we should just axe this recording right now before anybody takes it. That's top everybody story. Listens. City yes. Wrestling Radio has their own web page. Has now. acquired wrestling.com. <laughs> yeah, it's uh Meltzer's reporting that uh, wrestling.com is uh, acquired by City Wrestling Radio. Wrestling.com dot bang. Dot bang. Because like like uh, like uh oh, like Diamond guy? Dallas Page. Like Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, but you'd have they would just have to be his hands. Wrestling.com dot uh ring. Wrestling.ring.com. Wrestling.ring.com? I don't know. I like it. Yeah. Uh, but it's, 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 uh, it's not really news, though. It should be. It should be. Maybe, maybe next week when we acquire wrestling.com. <laughs> Let's get into the news. Michael, there's some bunch of top stories this week. Oh, yeah. What, what was, everything's always happening all the time in wrestling. Hot, hot. Yeah. I don't know what I was going to say. What do we got? What's the top story this oh, week? Oh, I'm leading? Yeah, you're leading. Okay, so, well, I was trying to segue into the G1 special in San Francisco, oh, well, which then happened I can lead. last Saturday. Yeah. Man, you, you got the story, there right? Do that. So let's Good start job, off. job, man. Let's start off with um, kind of an update on Hiromu Takahashi. Uh, so as, as reported earlier this week, um, you know, a lot of people were speculating that Takahashi could have suffered a broken neck. Uh, due to oh. the Phoenix Suplex or the Phoenix Plex from by, Dragon Lee and the G1 mm-hmm. Special in San Francisco, um, you know, due to you know after after the match he went backstage he collapsed, um, he was rushed to a local medical facility he was able to sit up on his own and talk um, so that's good yeah uh, but as of yesterday morning he is back in Japan um, and apparently he doesn't need surgery exactly that's yeah. the that's pretty much. That's pretty much like the news that's coming out. That's all they really revealed. And apparently, according to Dave Meltzer himself, because we all know all news all the time about wrestling comes from him. Yeah. Um, he Takahashi collapsing in the ring was just his way of selling after a very intense match. Okay. Which I don't think that's a very, very wise thing to do, yeah. especially after a really big botch, just yeah, misdirecting yeah, yeah. people off that. You know, it's not 1989 anymore, dude. Uh, Everybody knows wrestling is. But New Japan's being actually awfully tight-lipped about the whole situation. Yeah, because he is their junior heavyweight champion. So So of course, we don't know. We if if any if 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 we all know one thing, it's that we should just wish Takahashi a speedy recovery. Yeah, you know. know? And he's not even in the G1, so like, I I think he isn't. Yeah, he. I don't think he is. No, I don't think so. So there is plenty of time to rest between now and. Whatever, how long the G one is? Yeah, so he's not necessarily needed. And uh, right I w- well, I wonder if he'll be able to. If they're going to strip him of the title. I mean, we. It all depends on the extent of his injury. You know. Yeah, exactly. He, um, if he doesn't need surgery, I hope it's one of those things where he re- legitimately doesn't need surgery, or it's the type of cert- like it's a type of advice where like a doctor says, we recommend surgery, but you don't need it. But you don't need it. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Like that, so like you know, knowing wrestlers and how stubborn they want for a, want a paycheck, they'll just opt out of not having. Yeah, surgery. exactly. Uh, so exactly. Let's hope it's not that because, yeah. Who knows? Hopefully, it was just like, oh no, your neck's just a little inflamed. Let's give you some clindamycin, um, some cortisone shots. You're good to go. There you go. Doctor Doctor Corey in the house. Hey man, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like I'm. I learned all of it from a one Doogie Howser MD. 
maybe it's a little before your time. Maybe. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have a little bit more news coming out of the G1 special in San Francisco. Uh, another injury. Another injury, but not from a wrestler. From a commentator, Jim Ross, suffering a broken rib during an unplanned bump at the G1 special in San Francisco. He said to be in a lot of pain. Uh, yeah, you know, I guess he's uh, he's back at home, though. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess, yeah, like you said, it was an unplanned spot because both Juice and Jay, they did plan to throw each other into the barricades, but were told um, that the barricades would be interlocked. Actually, Juice Robinson went on the uh, Xbox's 12360 podcast and basically stated that, yeah, like they were told from the beginning of the match that all those um, gates were interlocked. Um, so who do you think is uh, accountable for this? You think it's the Cow Palace people who just didn't who just got miscommunicated with the bookers? It seems like it. Boy, and I if that's if the that's case, it, they're not coming back to Cow Palace. That's the case. They're not coming back to the goddamn it. Yeah, uh, but the spot was is that uh, uh, basically was it Juice Robinson got thrown into the barricade in front of the announce table, and the table got pushed back, knocked Jim Ross over. Yeah, um, and that's when uh, Josh Barnett. Josh Barnett. Uh, he ran into the ring and pretty much like tried to like jaw jack at Jay White. Mm-hmm. And when Josh Bar- and I forgot to mention this, but in our in our recap, when Josh Barnett entered that ring, that dude was easily the biggest person inside. Oh yeah, ever. he was easily the biggest person to enter that ring, like next to Haku. Yeah, like that dude's a brick shit house. Well, he's like six three and like almost three hundred pounds. Yeah, and Barnett. What were UFC? Was he? Yeah, he's an MMA oh, fighter. Oh, okay. That's yeah, that's why he's so damn huge. Yeah. Um, Barnett was actually recently on the Ross Report where um, where he said the crowning moment of that night uh, that made him so angry was when uh, White taunted the former UFC fighter. Um, he said just everything happened so damn fast, and uh, as soon as the table down the table went down, people were kind of screaming at him, saying, "How the fuck can you not catch Jr.?" Uh, they're kind of putting the blame on him at that point. On um, Barnett? Yeah. Um, Juice Robinson. Um, you know, got it was an over. unplanned spot. I mean, I, I, you know. I know, yeah, I know. Um, but well, no, un, the JR going down was unplanned. Mm. Them getting thrown into the barricades was not was was planned. And as some as some as someone who was at who's live during those barricade slams, those guys threw each other like yeah. for, uh, vociferously. Yeah, if I'm using that word correctly, uh, I don't I don't even know what it means. So I'll say yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so JR, you know, went out and also said he, he wants to thank everybody for the yeah. well wishes, but also thought that that whole spot was very unnecessary. I, yeah, it was very unnecessary. Like it was also like completely dangerous cause you got paying customers also at risk of being like super hurt by those barricades. They really needed to lock those down. Cause I got, I got really, I mean, thank, thankfully we didn't get those ringside. Well, there was, there was another spot when, um, Later in the night, when was it the Young Bucks threw the ladder outside of the ring? Oh yeah, and they almost they. I didn't want to. They say, caught I it. I don't think yeah, they yeah. caught it. I didn't want to say that they almost hit a fan, but they threw it towards the barricades. Yeah, and I was just like, even everybody in the arena. <gasps> yeah, uh, you know us in the Cody section. We were all scared over there for the uh, for for other Cody fans. I'd rather there. be there than the Cody section, regardless of the ladder spot. Oh come on. Okay. Uh, but our final news out of the G1 special in San Francisco, Bullet Club is fine, guys. Bullet Club is absolutely fine. Is this news? This is kayfabe stuff, dude. This we're, now we're just discussing storylines. Hey, man. The new we'll faction. Say what you got to say. New faction. Content. The Firing Squad. Also, the newest member to join the Firing Squad. Bad Luck Fale has confirmed via Twitter that he is a part of the Firing Squad. Really? Yes. I thought I thought they were keeping, they were like, 
kind of teasing whether or not he'll join or not. I thought they were going to milk that for a bit longer. No, no. He tweeted out, said, said uh, fuck them all. Oh. And then, like, tagged the Bullet Club in it. Um, nice. And I guess uh, Tama Tonga and everyone liked the like the picture so yeah i can see and i and like haku meng he's also he's also a member of the to- the firing squad i guess so yeah. i can see him pretty much i can see him being like the king Ikea of the um dungeon of doom where it's just this really old guy that oh like, yeah like a really really old guy that ever, all the members answer to like this higher power like emperor palpatine yes absolutely yeah like yes. kind of like the, yeah, the king the king except of for the... except it's not palpatine it's a guy who got pepper sprayed and then no sold the pepper spray in real life and Did we'll, you hear about that story wait what yeah there was a there was a time where king haku meng um got pepper spray in the eyes and he no sold it it's one of the one of the many tall tales that in regards to Meng. He's just like, yeah, what's up? Yeah, he he what's also has a tendency to he also has a tendency to poke people's eyes out of their sockets. Oh, he is sexy. he is above and beyond one of the most toughest wrestlers, like shoot wise, yeah. out there. Like, go look up King Haku Meng stories. I call them both because I think Meng is a better name, but King we need, Haku we need is doing like a wrestling urban legend show. You ever well, you ever see that Geo City's um, Angel Fire site where it's like 200, 200 of these wrestling urban legends? No, no, we're gonna have like we we they like they list two hundred wrestling urban legends and like fifty of them are true and one hundred and fifty of them are fake. Can you figure out which one? It's like a really famous like website because it's so super friggin' does, ridiculous. Does it have the the Psycho Sid Arnie Anderson story in? It? Oh yeah, no, and it, you know that's also that's one of the true ones. Uh, Brock Lesnar um, shoot wrestling match with who on the plane? Who was oh, uh, Kurt Hennig. Kurt Hennig, yeah. It was, apparently, it was called the Plane Ride. Oh, from Mr. Hell. Perfect, yeah. yeah. That's fucking great, dude. I love how it's Mr. Perfect at that point. Yeah. Because it wasn't just like it wasn't like oh Tyson Kidd and Brock Lesnar. No, you got Mr. Perfect in there. Oh yeah, because they're both because they're both from Minnesota, you know. But speaking of Brock Lesnar. Oh yes, I'm looking for that. <laughs> that was actually really good. So I wasn't even planning that. Oh yeah, very no, I I was planning that. Okay, because I'm such a professional, Corey. Uh, speaking like of Brock Lesnar, the, um, the day of the G1 Classic and Sa- G1 Special in San Francisco was also UFC 223, which featured a super fight between light heavy former no current light heavyweight champion Daniel Cormier facing against Stipe Miocic, their current UFC heavyweight champion. And uh, you know what? Should we just do a breaking news because you were so excited looking at your phone? What's Zaya Brookside is coming back to all pro wrestling. Oh, great! Uh, sucker free. Uh, it's uh, August seventeenth. She's a tremendous performer. Okay. All right. Daughter of Robbie Brookside. There, d- yep. And yep. giver of bumpers for the show. Oh, nice. But enough about that. So, yeah, Brock. Le- and then, so, yeah, the Super Bowl. I'm trying to keep. I know. Get my train, train of thought now. So, yeah, it was Stipe Miocic, Daniel Cormier. These guys had a UFC super fight, they might say, for their July show, which yeah. is, by all intents and purposes, they try to make their July shows the WrestleMania of UFCs. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, and so they had that super fight. Daniel Cormier won via KO in the third in the first round, and then right after the as the show, well before that match happened between Cormier and Miocic, Brock Lesnar enters the pretty much enters the arena. He sat. He's going to sit sit octagon side, which immediately after that, UFC tweeted that whoever fights, whoever wins the heavyweight. Super fight of Cormier and uh, Cormier and Miocic is going to fight Brock Lesnar in the November Madison Square Garden show. Yeah, more on that later. And so Cormier beats Stipe Miocic via knockout in the first round, and then 
Cormier gets the mic and he calls out Brock Lesnar and he says, I want to fight you. And then Brock, Brock Lesnar immediately gets into the octagon. That's the longest promo of his fucking life. Well, right before that, he just straight up just goes straight uh, goes to uh, Daniel Cormier and just shoves him with the with the strongest shove you could Brock Lesnar could possibly do. Move, bitch. Yep. And then and then like Brock Lesnar, he, cuts, he pretty much just cuts a promo saying, uh, Ng- uh, "Francis Ngano, you're a piece of shit. Miocic is a piece of shit. I've seen all these heavyweight." Heavyweight uh, disasters and, and Daniel Cormier, I'm coming after you. And I quote, "Motherfucker." So, do they build up these matches like do, before every match? Do they start like doing like promos like this now. I think they're beginning to do. I think this is a, probably like it's not the first time UFC has ever tried to do this. Um, like they're not. Just I like, wouldn't. Oh, we're gonna I, fight each other this weekend. It's whatever. Oh yeah, no, but like. There were like there were like a fair share of accusations like oh this is fake this is all w we're reverting back to WWE kind of bullcrap and then I remember Cor- Daniel Cormier he said like I don't care like I really don't care you guys like you guys complain stay broke and I'm like God damn it Daniel Cormier you are a yeah. geni- you are a genius I, it's I mean it certainly heightens my interest uh, on a UFC fight I know a lot of people who are just like MMA purists like oh no it should be the best of the best and blah 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 I'm like. Like that's fine and all, but then it doesn't. It's the pro wrestling yeah, fan yeah, in me yeah. where like I I kind of want UFC to be like this, but yeah, coming off of that, coming off of that post, uh, you know, post match promo beatdown whatever angle, yeah. um, uh, news just dropped that Dan, uh, Brock Lesnar, he's eligible to fight in January 2019, which makes the November Madison Square Garden show between him and Daniel Cormier, I don't think it's possible anymore. So. I'm just gonna pull this off. Pull this from post wrestling. Very fine. Very yeah. fine. Uh, news wrestling. John site. Pollock. Yeah, from John Pollock. You you memorize the name. He's very talented people. I I hope I get to talk to them one day. Uh, Following Brock Lesnar. Scuttlebutt. Yes. Uh, scuttlebutt. That's what it was. Right? Rumors and innuendo. But no, that's another thing. Yeah. Following Brock Lesnar's appearance at Saturday's UFC 226 event to challenge new heavyweight champion Daniel Cormier, questions to have been asked regarding when Lesnar is eligible to fight. Lesnar was suspended in 2006 following a pair of drug test failures associated with his July 2016 fight with Mark Hunt at UFC 200. Yeah, that was two years ago, dude. Jesus Christ. Uh, he was served with a one-year suspension by USADA, as well as receiving the same length of suspension by the Nevada Athletic Commission, along with a $250,000 fine. Well, Lesnar retired in early 2017 and removed himself from the USADA testing pool. His suspension was frozen and would have to be served before he could fight again. On Sunday, Post Wrestling contacted USADA for clarification regarding when Lesnar will be eligible to fight and receive the following statement on Monday from Communications Director Brad Horn. And I quote, after receiving notice, uh, and I quote, and I quote, after receiving notice of his intent to compete in the UFC, Brock Lesnar re-entered the testing pool on July 3rd. With six months and four days remaining on his period of ineligibility, Lesnar will be able to compete on or after January 8th, 2019, should he remain in compliance with the UFC anti-doping policy. So has he entered the testing pool yet? or He entered the testing pool on July 3rd. <clears throat> okay, nice. So six and then it's and then like within the six months it's a six-month pool so you have to make sure you're clean within those six months and then you're eligible to fight and as long as you're clean so i've seen some uh ufc ads that said uh you know universal wwe universal champion versus ufc heavyweight champion so what ads is this where you haven't seen these no, no i saw i maybe it could have been maybe some fan made it yeah that's because um, that's what i'm but thinking if but if ufc that. starts saying wwe universal champion he needs to come out with that belt man if he rest, if he if he I fights mean, when he still has that, belt. given the amount of what, 
given the amount of co-promotion WWE and UFC and like no matter like the, it's been a kind of a blurred line because you do have Ronda Rousey in the WWE yeah. and Ronda Rousey attended a UFC Hall of Fame like yeah, the exactly. Friday prior so you can see those lines blurring a bit but then I don't see Brock Lesnar answering with a universal championship belt I bet you Brock Lesnar could give two fucks about that universal championship belt like and granted and do you notice Monday like Monday Night Raw, they didn't mention a lick of Brock Lesnar well, appearing that, at UFC that was, all, that was all Vince. Vince uh, stated he didn't want any uh, mention of Brock Lesnar on the show because he didn't want to, I guess, well, promote the UFC. But, it's, it's but so then weird. you mentioned Ronda Rousey's UFC yeah, history yeah. all the time. You it's play, such a confusing... They played just, a fucking... Uh, uh, the the soundbite when Rowdy Piper was like talking to um, to Rousey about her taking over the gimmick. Yeah. And where, was that at, at WrestleMania or was this after, before a UFC match? I thought, I thought it was before a UFC match. You know, I. Anyways, it's, it's all it's all confusing. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. WWE will u- will freely use whatever they want and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know. But then they won't promote UFC, which is really weird because it's a completely so, separate entity. So with that in mind, what do you think the implications of Brock Lesnar's future going into 2019? Because you know he 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 is advertised for SummerSlam. He is. I thought he wasn't. No, he is. Since when? Well, isn't Extreme Rules, isn't that a number one? It was just a straight-up Roman Reigns, Lashley, just, just Roman Reigns bragging Lashley. rights well, kind I, of thing. Um, you know, we, we mentioned on the prediction show yesterday that I do think that it's going to end in a double DQ. I oh think Lesnar's... Gonna, and they're going to they're extend this feud? No, no, Lesnar's going to come out and attack them both, and we'll get a triple threat match. Is Lesnar... Ex- uh, well, of course, they wouldn't advertise Lesnar Because apparently, uh, Heyman was at Raw this past week, Monday night. Apparently, he's an all- he's a road rider for that for, you, for that particular angle. Yeah, because... Well, apparently, because it's the Brock angle. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it's, they, it is shaping up to insert Brock eventually. Yeah. I hope it's Lashley versus Brock. I don't want to see fucking Roman versus Brock again. Well, yeah, I would say that because it'll just be something new. Yeah. And... Lashley is a tremendous performer. Like regardless of what you think, uh, him on the mic or whatever bad angle you put him through, objectively speaking, I think Lashley is a tremendous performer. And it would be Hey Brock Lesnar, I want that belt. You're a bastard. I I'm gonna fight you. Yeah. What else we got in the news this week, Michael? Uh Caitlin and Rhea Ripley are going to the May Young are gonna uh, were announced for the wow. May Young Rhea Classic. Rip- Rhea Ripley, who's that? Uh she was known as Demi Bennett. She's an Australian native. All right. She was a uh, she was in last year's May Young Classic. All right. Uh, she was eliminated by Dakota Kai, All and right. she's also signed with a developmental deal. Nice. You know, any any up and comer, we should at least say, hey, they're there. There was rumor, but Caitlyn, Caitlyn, yeah, Ka- former Divas champion, Caitlyn, also known as Celeste Bonin. Yeah, B O N I N, Bonin. Yeah, you, you doesn't really matter how you spell it at that point. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not the. I mean, whatever. It's just. I remember like uh, when um when Caitlyn uh, as soon as she left the WWE she had this like m- like this um I don't know if it's called it was like a training uh, like a fitness training company and it was called Celestial Bodies. Oh my god! Like hey, best of luck. I wish you the success, but yeah, that's that is not a great name. Right but Caitlyn, yeah. she's uh she's for the first entrant into the 2018 May Young uh, Classic announced, and then least, and yeah. then the second one was Rhea Ripley. So. Yeah, Rhea Ripley. Nice. Um, I can't wait to see what's going on. I hope. Yeah, go ahead. I hope. I heard there was rumor of maybe Zaya Brookside. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe competing in it. So fingers I mean, crossed. She's going to the APW. You think she can do APW and the May Young Classic? When did they film? When did they film the May Young Classic? Probably around around August, yeah, right, or late July. Well, that might be why she's in America. Mm-hmm. So, but um, somewhere out there, it was recently posted. Tessa Blanchard wrestling um, 
Caitlin. Uh, recently? Yeah, recently. Okay, well, K- Caitlin just started wrestling again, I guess, this year. Yeah. She's been out of the WWE ring, what, since, like, 2014? Yeah, it's yeah. been kind of a rough road for her. She had, like, she had to go through, like, some Did trouble. Did something happen with her and Vince? Well, I mean, there was... Rumors. There was backstage. There were backstage, like, were, like stories around where Vince wanted her to lose weight and be less muscular. But then Triple H went ahead and said, Caitlin, you don't have to do that. Screw that. I like you, muscular. Your vasculinity. And she's... I mean, she looks. I mean, she looks good. Like you know, as like a as a you know, you know, a muscular who, you woman. know who it, I miss. It makes her. It makes her stand out more. You know, and I think yeah, I I remember liking Caitlyn of that certain period. But then I think she's gonna have to step it up in regards to the current talent pool of the women's division of today. Do you ever think AJ Lee can make a comeback? I mean, anything's possible at this point, right? Phil Brooks's wife. Hey. It's not. She's not Phil Brooks' wife. Oh, she is Phil Brooks' wife, but her name is AJ Lee. Come on now, AJ Mendez. Crazy is her superpower. As you're trying to reach AJ, for her a, book, AJ Mendez Brooks. AJ Mendez Brooks. I wondered he changed his to Phil Brooks Mendez. Probably, oh, no, probably not. I mean, they. He talks. A I big think AJ. Game. I whatever. I, I bet you. She, I bet you she's happy. I bet you she's happy doing what she does. No, I'm calling out CM Punk. Why are you calling out CM Punk? Because I don't know. I want him. <laughs> publicity, wanted, you man. Just, publicity. You just want his attention. I want cheap heat from CM Punk. Oh no, you don't want heat from CM Punk. Dude, he's gonna dude, talk. Sorry, like everyone gets it. It's fine. He's gonna. He's gonna go to. He's gonna talk to. He, he's gonna talk to freaking. We'll get a season for that bumper. And then we're gonna. And then we're gonna try to sue him for this three million. This is Cold Cabana. We're gonna lose. This is a season to cease letter from you the Art of Wrestling that. podcast. It's not a podcast, it's not a radio, but for you it is. Hey, hey um, man. Uh, yeah, so... Um, what else you got? You what got else? anything? Let's see. We Jim Ross, we covered Takahashi. Oh, uh, yes, Bullet I Club. covered Jim Ross all the time. Oh, yes. Um, another successful surgery this week. Gold Dust <laughs> is, is going to be out of action for actually it's an unknown amount of time as he, uh, he went under surgery this past week for both of his knees. Both, both of his knees. Yeah, the forty-nine-year-old uh, went to Birmingham, Alabama, and that's where they, had, you know, that's where WWE has. That's yeah. pretty much their like their super doctor facility. Uh, got surgery by Doctor Jeffrey Dugas on Tuesday. Um, not a lot of information given, but he did tweet out earlier this week. Just says, "Hey, everybody, letting you know, I, I had both my knees had surgery. I'm mm-hmm. be on the road to recovery, uh, ready to write it out from here. So, uh, best of w- best of luck. Um, getting you know recovered, Goldust. Nice." Dustin um, one Dustin Rhodes. I got I got another another news story. Yeah. So, you know, do you, do you remember those for your consideration events that WWE was uh, holding in Los Angeles? Yes, where they spent like a ton of money just saying, yes. "Hey Emmys, we're TV, we're WrestleMania, we like to be Emmy, nom- Emmy nominated." And, and then the Miz on Monday night saying, "Hey, I'm gonna win an Emmy." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's pretty much that event where they pretty much try where WWE was pretty much trying to convince the Emmy pretty much the committee that nominates. You know, the Emmys that do the nominations, all that other stuff. So the Emmy nominations came out today. No. Not a single not a single nomination for the WWE. But there was another wrestling there was another wrestling program e- that did get Elite. that e- did get a lot of Emmy nominations, and that was Glow. Nice. Yeah, let's see what they got. Congratulations, so Glow. The series nominated for Best Outstanding Comedy. Uh Betty Gilpin, who portrays Debbie Egan, was nominated for Outstanding Supporting Actress. Nice. Was Zazie Beetz. Uh, director Jesse Peretz nominated for for directing. And, um, yeah. 
<laughs> Suck at WWE, I guess. Have you, have you watched Glow? No, I have not. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, season two. Uh, season one's really good because it's just like more of an introduction story. And I watched the documentary. Yeah. That, I mean, the documentary's good, too. The documentary is fascinating. The show's a little different. Like, it takes kind of what they have their own. They have their own liberty. Like, I, yeah. I, I would assume they just have their own storylines. Based, on, based story. on It's based on the characters. Yeah, exactly. Which, one's, oh, which one did Ivory play? Oh, I don't know. Because I know Ivory was... Yeah, Ivory was in there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I got to look that up. I need to rewatch the documentary. I yeah. really want to watch it. Um, Is the... It's, what was that? It's been a while since I saw that documentary. Do they have a character of the large Samoan la- Hawaiian lady? Yeah. Um, what was her name? And in, the sh- in the show, it was Mount Fiji, her name was. Yeah. Yeah. In, so they have... They have they Mount ha- Fiji? No, there actually is a yeah, okay. woman named Mount Fiji. She was actually in San Francisco. I think she passed away recently. Uh, but she did a, a public appearance in San Francisco at a gay bar when Glow first came out. I really wanted to go, except I was a little nervous because it was jockstrap night. And I don't know how I it would. Just, dude, you live in San Francisco. You I should, know. You should be comfortable about anything about this point. No, I'm I'm comfortable with it. I just. Okay. You're like, to quote IT crowd. I'll just, I'll just, I'll cover for you. I'll, I'll quote IT crowd. I'm very comfortable with my sexuality. I'm, I'm just not, not as not as comfortable about them flapping their sexuality all over me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's it, it's cool. I just, you know, I was, I didn't didn't feel great going to a gay bar, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna hold off alone too, alone. Corey David Smith, uncomfortable going to gay bars, even for alone. I said, okay, just because I don't know. I mean, get a couple of drinks in me, man. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I no guess. one's gonna call you out for your implied homophobia. You homophobe. Hey man, I feel like kidding. anyone. I feel like anyone over thirty has like some inbred like racism. Like they don't know it, you know what I mean. But it is kind of inbred in them. Everyone under thirty is super woke nowadays. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, you're you're super woke. Don't worry. Uh, let's see what else we got this week. Also, uh, news this week for Ring of Honor. Uh, Nick Aldis was told who he's going to be defending his title against at Ring of Honor. Said Flip Gordon, Honor, Honor for All. He will be defending his NWA title against one. Flip Gordon. Flip, flip, flip. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, he went to the Flip Gordon. Who actually went to the finals of King of the Indies. Uh, him and Dragon Lee was for the final match. Um, actually, after the match, he said he was actually really disappointed because he felt like they could have had a better match if they were both super fresh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Flip Gordon will be facing this. Will be facing Nick Aldis for the NWA title. Um, also, Cody Rhodes tweeted out like that. You've got to be effing kidding me. So Flip's getting booked. Speaking. Uh, is that it? Yeah, I feel like you have breaking news here. Breaking news. The Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling has recently announced the G1 Supercard at April 6, 2019 in Madison Square Garden. So I'm reading off the I'm reading off the website. Wait, what? I'm look look at this right now. They just announced this. So I'm just going to read off the ROH website. For 16 years, Ring of Honor Wrestling has created some of the top stars in professional wrestling. And for nearly 50 years, New Japan Pro Wrestling has brought Japanese strong style to the world. Together, these two companies have delivered world-class shows such as the War of the World, strong style, yada, yada, yada. ROH and New Japan Pro Wrestling are proud to announce that on April 6, 2019, the companies will join forces to present the ultimate wrestling event, G1 Supercard, to fans around the world live from Madison Square Garden in New York City. Uh, blah, 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 blah. This is a historic initiative for ROH and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Harold Mage, president of New Japan Pro Wrestling, proudly commented. This gives us a great chance to expose fans to New Japan Pro Wrestling in the building, which has so many memorable and compelling matches so far. Already confirmed for this show, 
from New Japan are Kazuchika Okada, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Tetsuya Naido. The three, pol- the three pillars, in my opinion. In addition to all the top ROH stars, the show is set to be massive in magnitude, including many matches to be announced with Wait. championships for, championships from both companies defended. Fans will not miss will not want to miss this marquee event at a venue with such an amazing storied history at wrestling. New Japan Ring of Honor Madison Square Garden, April 16, thousand nineteen. Fucking be there. You know what else is in New? You know what else is in New That's York? WrestleMania in That's WrestleMania. That's WrestleMania. <laughs> That's weekend. crazy. Although that is the day before WrestleMania, isn't it? Yes. Um, so that's the same day as NXT Takeover. Yeah. You got to make a choice. I, you know what? I honestly, I'd rather go to that than Takeover. I'm sorry. Oh, Takeover so good though. <clears throat> it's tough wrestling, huh? Like it. That's really tough. Um, you're so, trying to go. You're trying to go to WrestleMania this year. You don't think you're gonna make I it? I don't think I'm gonna make it. I just. A lot can happen between now and April. Hey, man, you know, if uh, if they want to sponsor us to go out there and do the pre-show with Sam Roberts, Sam Roberts, if you're listening. And you know what? You know what be funny? What? Uh, how about this? You know, you know what would be a crazy scenario? Same Daniel Bryan doesn't sign in September. Oh, and he signs. Oh, then I would definitely and go he to signs and R- He signs with ROH. And then he and then they do that supercard like uh, Dan, I mean Daniel Bryan the the instant that he goes Brian to ROH Danielson, yeah, yeah. Brian Daniels the instant he goes to ROH he's getting that title and he faces Kazuchika Okada to main event the G one supercard for a ring of for the Ring of Honor title just like just no they're both because Okada oh. Okada's gonna be he's he's getting that belt back but in not the Tokyo Dome not but no he's not winning a he's title. winning the G one okay we could you want to just talk about okay I'm just I'm just gonna say Okada's gonna win the G one. And he's gonna get that belt back from from Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega will not sign with the company. He'll be with the WWE by that time. This is all fantasy, uh, by the way. This is fantasy booking. This is fantasy booking yeah, yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is your fantasy booking minute. Yeah. And you, I can definitely see Daniel Bryan and um, Okada. Okada main eventing that. Who wrestling? Who knows, man? Wanna... There could be a chance that there could. Am I yelling into the microphone? Because no, no, I'm fine. just so excited. I, I'm just looking at the time. It's fine. I could see, like, I I go back and forth with this, like, just thinking the possible scenario of Daniel Bryan not re-signing. He's like, going gonna to re-sign, dude. He's going to, but then it would be, it would set the world on fire, in my opinion, if he doesn't sign. He would burn it down. He would burn it down. He needs to build it up, like Jinder said. Hey, man, you got to have, again, I'll say this again, Daniel Bryan, like Brian Danielson, if you're listening, and I hope you're listening, you probably are listening, have an ego, dude. Use your leverage, man. <laughs> You heard that? You, I've I've listened to that interview in the Gorilla Position where one producer said, "Dude, you're Daniel Bryan. You should." But you that's should, that's you what use makes him Daniel Bryan, though. You know what I mean? Just that's like his like he's his got humbleness. A, like is what makes him Daniel Bryan, and that's also a bit of a detriment to him. I know, but that's like if he wasn't so humble, it, he wouldn't be Daniel Bryan, and it would be more. I feel more of a detriment. I to think him. honestly, you know, he can't. Great things will happen. To he him. needs to. He needs. He needs to evolve. He needs to evolve his attitude. He can in terms wh- wherever of he's got to have an ego. He needs to not be a part of this team. Hell no, and have that awful fucking T-shirt. Wherever Did you see that T-shirt, the Mr. Potato Head shirt. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. It's so bad. I mentioned it yesterday to Jose. Um, it's he's gonna hold the main title wherever he is eventually. Yeah. Um, just right now, apparently, I think Meltzer was saying that until he resigns, they're treating this as a farewell tour to him. That's why everything feels so rushed. Uh, the team hell no stuff. The Miz now they're going right into the Miz. So are they under the assumption that he's not signing with the company? As of right now, he's not signed to them. So they're treating yeah he this, hasn't signed because it's so September. they're treating this just like the farewell tour. And if he doesn't sign by SummerSlam, he will probably lose to the Miz at SummerSlam. Then he's going to ROH and he's going to that and he's main eventing that MSG show. No, and then he'll resign. And then he'll they'll have a great match. I don't know. I I I know what you mean. I would like that too. That'd be great. Brian Daniels, I would stay up till 3 a.m. I would stay up till 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m. 
to watch a New Japan show with you know Dan a ninety day com- no compete clause. He wouldn't sign. September. He's, he's, he's not going to be. October, he's not going to be an all in. He could definitely be Wrestle Kingdom for he, sure. Yeah, he could be, be Wrestle Kingdom. Kingdom. But then, would you want Daniel Bryan to be in a New Japan schedule or an ROH schedule? Because remember, ROH that's in America. I can see him going back to ROH more likely than New Japan. And apparently, he um, one of his caveats right now is because he or one of his concerns is that he's um, he's wrestling a lot of matches. Yeah, he he didn't expect to be on this ske- this much of a schedule. Yeah, he thought he'd be at home with Birdie and Bree. Because um, look, Daniel Bryan without WWE, he's arguably. The I most just powerful. realized they're all three Bs: Birdie, B, Bryan. Yeah, Anyways. Daniel Bryan without WWE, he's easily the most powerful. He's easily the most powerful wrestler. And you know, in the, the, in the you world, know his first match will be at that. Wrestle Kingdom. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> I honestly think it would be. <laughs> Fuck you, because they they both they probably both wrestle. Kenny so Omega, time. man. Kenny Omega. He has to win the G one for that man. Naito. Tanahashi, Okada. Jericho. Oh, my God. Jericho. Jericho. Yes. Actually, that would be pretty Mysterio. cool. Mysterio. No, Mysterio would be in WWE. God, they're all going to New Japan, aren't they? Yeah. Anyway, Bullet Club. Daniel Bryan is a Bullet Club member. Bullet. Well, he's, no, he's part of the firing, firing squad. squad. Yeah, he's the leader of the firing squad. I love how all these shows evolve into Daniel Bryan. Let's talk about Daniel Bryan's future. Because let's face it, that dude... It says Daniel it's Bryan. So Radio. there's so much speculation with that, and the fact that's taking away from the fact that these get, there's going to be an, a Madison Square Garden show, ROH Madison yeah, Square so that, Garden show that, during WrestleMania that weekend. That proves um, because you know that's that's huge. Well, remember a couple weeks ago that they sent out a statement to ROH saying they cannot book any dates at Ring of or at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that's when Ring of Honor threat or New Japan. I think I think it was more so New Japan and their lawyers. Yeah, um, because they, I think they have more money and more pull. Um, they got their lawyers involved, and I think they came up with a conclusion. I'm reading this as it's going as it's happening. So apparently, so G1 Supercard, I'm just reading off like this statement by the company. G1 Supercard is pure, sure to be a historical event in New York City that promises to exceed all expectations. Tickets will go on sale on Wednesday, August 8th at 10 a.m. Eastern for Honor Club members and Friday, August 10th for the general public. Oh, you know what Honor Club is, right? Is that it's a streaming it's, service, it's right? Pretty much their streaming service. <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty. That's pretty. That's well. Hey, you know what? Rewards their rewards yeah their base. I guess. Yeah, WWE wouldn't they wouldn't do that for me. They, WWE should do that. They should be like, if you are a subscriber member, you live within a certain vicinity of of an arena. It's like Free City. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like if they come to like SmackDown at Oakland, you know, I should be able to buy a ticket before anyone else because I live right here, you know, and I subscribe to their service. I don't know. I'm not saying I wor- I'm worth more, but I'm worth more. Another uh, news item, that, uh, according to a source, I think this is from Mez- Meltzer because it's written oh. like Meltzer. According to a source, WWE is considering replacing current pay-per-view names with WCW pay-per-view names. The sport, the source specifically mentioned Halloween Havoc and yes. Starcade as possible names to replace current pay-per-view names. The idea is under consideration, but a final decision has not been made. Well, they did trademark uh, Halloween Havoc again a couple. I mean, they're ago. WCW. Properties, oh, so of I, course I they know, have them. but they um, they like re like to re put it in back into the system. Like they made yeah. those shirts, the Halloween yeah. Havoc shirts, um, and then that that's what everyone thought that was for for a second. But I yeah. secretly thought it was going to be Halloween Havoc coming back. Can you see? So already, con- already get, get rid of Hell in the Cell. Already confirmed Hell. for the show from New Japan or Kazuchika Okada, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tetsuya Naito. Can you imagine if WWE just straight up signs like just signs those like signs any big names? That's all right. We have Roman just, versus Brock. I can see that too. Like, <laughs> I can see that too. It's like you know, fuck these guys. We have these guys. Yeah, but were you saying sign who? 
Oh, sign like any of those guys. Kazuchika Okada. Ta- no, no, not not Okada. No, not Okada. Not Okada. I think those Okada's guys, too grounded in New Japan. If anybody, if anybody, it's Naito. Yeah. I mean, he just who was, who was the third name you said? Naito. Tanahashi's definitely not going to New Japan. Or, I mean, it's definitely not going to uh, WWE. I no. would, I would really like Tanahashi. To see a, a Tanahashi. Is, he is John loyal. Cena. He's loyal. I want to see to Tanahashi court. versus John Cena. John Cena going to the New Japan is more likely than Tanahashi going to WWE. And never say never. Yeah. No, both. On the point is, both those guys are grounded. Yeah, no, that. for sure. Uh, a little bit more news I got on my end over here. You know, you know what? You know, I'm sorry to interrupt, but do you notice who wasn't mentioned in that statement? Oh, Kenny, Kenny Omega. Omega. Jinx. That's crazy. You would. You think you, you think because they they would assume that he's. I think they're just like naming their three biggest. Jo- they're Japanese naming games. people that they know is going to be there at the at that point. Yeah, and if there's any speculation, they don't want to put out a statement. Well, this guy's mentioned, so he for sure resigned, or he's going to resign, or yeah. They didn't mention the young bucks. Ooh. Oh, the young bucks will. They're at like every fucking show, dude. Yeah, I mean, but if at this point in their careers, I don't think the I don't think the young bucks should ever go to the WWE. Maybe like when they're like forty. <laughs> No. Yes. No. I would like to see him in WWE. They're, Why would you want them to see Dell go to WWE? They'll make way less money. They're like I bet they've said they make they they look at some of the salaries of the tag teams. Oh make. no, I know. Like yeah, they yeah. know what the they know how they know everybody like in the tag team Dude, division. They're it, all friends. It's all pull. So they're, they know they're going to get a higher contract than anyone else. They are. I mean, they could. Uh, I mean, they could definitely leverage it. But then they could. I can see Especially that. Especially if they bring it, if they bring in some sort of like the T-shirt shit. You know how much? Yeah. If they bring all that with them and then start selling, just say, hey, you can still design your own shirts if you want. It's, all, it's also, but then it's also about the, one of the, one of the main brand things about Young Bucks is how is them being outside of the WWE umbrella. That's like half of their personas. Like, oh, f these guys, we're the Young Bucks, we're ourselves. Generation their independence me. is a big, huge part of their brand. No, it is. And the is. second they're in the, under the WWE umbrella. I think you would do. I wouldn't say damage, but it would make it would change a lot of what the young bucks. You guys are the, the new shield with Roman Reigns. Just be like Roman Reigns is like lackeys. Yeah, they're gonna be the. They're pretty much like Sunil Singh and. Um, <laughs> they come out. Uh, Divari, Your uni- uncrowned universal champion, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, but like I was saying, there's more news. A little bit more news on my end this week. Um, crazy WrestleMania weekend. Uh, That's uh, crazy. A little bit of uh, Miz and Maurice news. Oh god. Oh what a what a come down. Dude. I know. Hey, come on. That show looks terrible. No, it doesn't. Oh my. It looks. Well, like you're not like a total world. Bellas like reality fan, right? I you know I like I enjoyed the Bellas and the Divas shows to a degree like I think their their audio mixing's fucking terrible but then that's par for the course any show like yeah, this yeah um, but uh, Miz and Maurice um, are moving to Texas why um, according to Meltzer uh, the reason why they're moving is because uh, their house is on like right on one of those Star Tour routes and mm-hmm. since they're so they're two publicized people on TV all the time. They were worried that people would know exactly when they were home and when they weren't home and that their house would get robbed too much. Yeah. So, packing up, going to Texas, man. I don't care. I am. It's fine. <laughs> I don't care if you don't care. There's I'm sorry. There's some sorry. 15-year-old fan out there be like, dude, that's fucking Where's awesome. the Miz going, Corey? Yeah. Where's the Miz going this week, you know? They're How is this going to impact Miz and Mrs.? I really hope there's not like a 15-year-old out there like listening to us and be like, dude, you guys are assholes. <laughs> Uh, you got anything else on your end, Michael? I am just riding on the high at this that the prospect of what's ha- the implications of this Madison Square Garden show. That's easily the biggest news probably this entire year. Oh my God! WWE announced WrestleMania will be a seven day event. Oh great! Or like a, t- I mean, you know what? 
we we've we talked about this before with WrestleMania. I can see that being like a three. Uh, you can make that easily make that a two day event at least. Oh yeah, I don't know. Like man. no, it'll be like a music festival. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah. You, I feel who, like it is uh, though. Uh, it is though with uh, NXT. You know what I mean with the yeah. takeover the day before. But then uh, just make just make WrestleMania two day event. Just for yeah. Them. Uh, but yeah, I'm all good on my end. Uh, should we uh, give out uh, give tell people where to go this weekend and see some cool wrestling shows? Go ahead, man. All right, guys. Uh, before we get out of here, you know we gotta do as we always do, and let you know about some upcoming shows this weekend in the in the Northern California area. So tonight, July 13th, we have PCW presenting Pandemonium. This is at 1200 Meyer Street in Oroville, California. This is from 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. Saturday, we have. Uh, was it Promo Lucha Azteca in San Jose? This is at 3630 Hillcap Avenue in San Jose, California. This Breaking is, news after this one. Okay. Uh, going from 12 until 3 p.m. <laughs> What's going on? Breaking news. Brian Alvarez just tweeted it was at 2.55 p.m., July 12, 2008. Brock Lesnar is defending the title at SummerSlam. Okay. You're looking at that. Here's Corey just looks staring at the Brian Alvarez tweet. Well, thanks, Brian Alvarez. From who? I mean, tweet him he, back. He, tweet him back. He's got to. He's got to. You got to protect your sources. That's like the number one rule in journalism. Yeah, it's probably Meltzer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but then who's telling Meltzer? Uh, it's probably Alvarez. Who do you think is a WWE? Mel- uh, who do you think is a a source for Meltzer it's, within WWE? It's probably like fucking Pat Patterson, dude. I th- like he really? and Pat Patterson's just like there all the time. Oh like, no. Okay, so Meltzer, let me tell you just one thing about Brock Lesnar. He's defending the title at SummerSlam. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta put the fucking guy through the suplex and then bam. He got all he got all weird with me when I. Oh, never mind. That's a, you should cut that joke. <laughs> no, I don't mean like not weird. Like he got all like when I took a picture with him. Like, um, you want to take a picture like, with me? Like, uh, right here, at right a show, now. and I, I held my fist up, and he was like, whoa. Don't put the fist up, man. It's yeah. mostly implied that we're going to fight. We're not going to fight. You can take me, or I can take you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk like Pat Patterson for the rest of the show. Next up for July or Sunday, uh, where am I? Saturday, July 14th, we have VCW presenting um, The Great American Clash. This is at 1700 Pacific Avenue in Stockton, California. This is going from 6 until 9 p.m. Also, the same night, uh, July 14th, East Bay Pro Wrestling presents Heat Storm one, one, at 110 Second Avenue at S South, I guess, Avenue South. I don't know. Uh, Pacheco, California. Check out their Facebook page at East Bay Pro Wrestling. This is going from 7 until 10 p.m. Also, Sunday, we have some shows on Sunday. Hood Slam presents Sexy Good Fun Time Wrestling Show. This is at the Oasis Bar in San Francisco, California, 290 11th Street. This is going from 2 p.m. until 6 p.m. Also, Best in the West Live at 400 North Doughty Street. This is in Hanford, California. This is from 6 until 9. Also, guys, if you're in San Francisco and you want to come, if you need somewhere to watch Extreme Rules, come check out the San Francisco Wrestling Watching Club and City Wrestling Radio present the Extreme Rules Watch Party plus trivia. Now, Corey. Oh, you said trivia. I was going to like, now, Corey, well, I can just watch Extreme Rules in the comfort of my own home and couch. What makes this Keysar Pub event watching club thing special? There's liquor. Oh. There's food. I have food. I have liquor at my home. Yeah, but then there's friends. I have friends. You have friends at your home? Yeah. How many friends do you have living with you, dude? Sounds kind of crammed over there. 
Sell me on this, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, uh, Keysar Pub at s- 770 Stanion Street in San Francisco. Isn't it like New Day? <laughs> no, I know, because yesterday I was flubbing over it. like Seven. And I found it's the only way to say it. Yeah. I assume too many S's. Um, but yeah, right across the street from Keysar Stadium, um, food, beer, uh, drinks, you know, all, you have to pay Do for it Do they have food in Keysar yeah, Pub? Yeah, uh, that's what Jose was saying. They have food. Okay. Um, he, that's 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 actually their catchphrase. Keys our pub. We have food. We have food. Um, guys, come get a drink. Tip your bartender. And get like, to see Corey in the flesh. Yeah, we will be starting a little earlier than was advertised on Facebook because I totally forgot about the pre-show. So guys, come early for the pre-show. I would say get there around three thirty. Um, but the official show doesn't start until four o'clock, and then afterwards we're gonna have extreme. God, trivia. they start these at four, huh? Yeah. <laughs> afterwards we'll have extreme trivia. So guys, brush up on your uh, extreme rules. Your ECW and maybe some uh, hardcore champion lineage. Yeah, um, but yeah, I uh, got anything to add? Uh, oh, anything to add, Michael? Or you want to just do a security sweep? I I already did. I, I didn't see anything. God, thank God I did that security sweep. Like as you were talking though, right? as you were doing birthdays. Uh, oh no, I do birthdays right now. Yeah. This is time for birthdays. So today, what? I'm, man, they're really gonna make. They're gonna try and make Takeover the best thing ever, huh? Yep. They have to, man. Hey, you know what? That's good. That's Com- awesome. That's why. I'm, that's what makes competition great. You know, they might even make it a three-hour event if you think about it, or a four-hour event. Mm. Just add more matches in there. A, th- a four-hour annex. I mean, that's. But what makes takeovers like so good is how compact they are and how like good it is on timing. Yeah. Uh, but guys, before we get out of here, we want to give out some birthday wishes um, for today, July thirteenth. We only have one birthday today. We have one. Was it Sean Whitman or Shane Whitman? Sean Whitman, right? Xbox. Sean Ex- Waltman, you Waltman. mean? Yeah, I'm sorry. Whitman is so much further from Waltman. Yeah, I was like, wait, like who's Whitman? Uh, Xbox turning 46 years old today. Also tomorrow, July 14th, we have one double J, Jeff Jarrett, ain't he great, turning 51 years old. Bubba Ray Dudley turning... Be my birthday tonight. Ooh, I, I love that song. Uh, Bubba Ray Dudley turning 47 years old and Charlie Caruso turning 31 years old. Charlie with a Y. She's, uh, I guess, same class as me, 05. Oh, I don't know why my voice um, kind of messed up right oh, there. Oh, five live. Uh, July 15th, Sunday, we have a couple birthdays. Heath Slater turning 35 years old. Jesse the Body Ventura turning 67 years old. Um, the Boogeyman, if you guys all remember the Boogeyman from WWE, turning 54 years old on Sunday. Um, no, he's not. He's 30. He's 30. He's 30. He's, 30. he's always 30. Uh, and Monday, July 16th, we have the birthday, the 42nd birthday. Uh, one Bobby, Bobby Lashley, turn, turning 40, 42 years old. He's going to celebrate with his sisters by tying him up in the tree in the forest for hours on end. I mean, it makes sense why he lifted so many weights. Talk about the f- absolute fucking worst way to reintroduce that guy. I'm sorry. Let's. He was abused by his sisters, yeah. All right. You got anything else? Or? Uh, f- I mean, as far as news, as I just remembered, Fandango, he's going to be out for Ooh, six months. That's right. Fandango. He's out with uh, what kind of surgery he just had? I forget. Yeah, that sucks. I best wishes to Fandango. Let's see well, how Ty- I. I wonder how Tyler Breeze is going to fare. They could put him on two hundred five live. Maybe that's what. That's I what heard. I'm saying. Just put people like that on two hundred five live, and it gets things fresh. Kalisto versus Tyler Bate. If you, you look, look at me, me, they are so gorgeous. gorgeous. They'll set you free. free. Could it be my walk well, or let's just end it with my this hair? Song. The CFO is not going to come knocking at your door. Half man, all model. All right. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here, Michael. It's sweaty in this room. You know, it's only a Friday morning. 
Um, I need to fart, so I'm waiting for everyone to leave. All right, guys, for City Wrestling Radio, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And we will see you next week for the Raw the Raw Review. Raw Review. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Extreme Rules. Watch Party. 770 Stanley. 770 Stanley Street.